0: everybody, welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington. How are you guys for a Monday night? Isn't this weather great? Um, 60 degrees today, I guess I was right. Spring is here. I'm waiting for the chat to pull up on the Facebook account. Um, Let's do a sound check and see if everything's working on the sound. Hey to Yasmeen Jadun, good to see you tonight. And hey to China Do over here on Instagram, good to see you. And let's see if I can get things going here. Hey to Susan DC over here on Facebook and Melissa Bagley. Nice to see you guys tonight. So, sound check is okay. Awesome. Awesome blossom. So, update news. Um, let's go over some updates. This will be kind of a short show tonight because I had some surgery on my throat this week and I'm talking now but not real well. And so I may just kind of piddle out on you guys early this evening. But I wanted to go ahead and and present the dreams and see uh, because I know there are people that are waiting for these dreams to come through. Magical Monday indeed, Melissa, and again, look at this, Facebook chat box not working. So, again, this week, we'll just take that out of the picture. Thank you, Yasmeen. Um, For those of you guys who are interested, I know that there are a few people who um, want to know what the red lipstick is (laughs) every week. And so this is ZC, Z-E-S-E-A, ZC, the British Museum Collection. And I got it off of Amazon, where the world shops now. <laughs> so anyway, um, as far as this goes, we're waiting on results back to see if we need to do anything else or not. Hopefully not. Hey to Laura Day, good to see you. And, um, yeah, hopefully we won't have to have any more procedures done because I'm about done with those for the year after June and July. This is enough. Okay, so let's get on to some dreams, shall we? Now, uh, for those of you that want dreams presented for um, March, what I would like for you to do is to either message me or dream on Facebook. Or you can message it on uh, email at kcoffman 309 at gmail.com. And let's see, I don't have a place I can type that. I will put it in the comments on Facebook. Uh, let me type that in for you real quick. Um, I like to sit down with the dreams and... You know, kind of meditate on them and go through them and make sure that um, I'm spending enough time interpreting them. Because some of them can be kind of complex. So that's why I don't like to interpret them live on the air because I don't feel like I'm doing a really good job. Not thorough anyway. Okay, there's the email. It's in the comments. Hey to Steven Jagoda and Jennifer, good to see you guys tonight. And Dana Fleener, good to see you too. If you guys have any questions about the dreams, please put them in the comments section and I will try to watch for those. Hey to Fran Bacon over here on Instagram. Okay, so let's get to the first dream because I know that people are anxious to know uh, what their dreams are our meaning and I appreciate you guys waiting till the monthly show for the interpretation so the first one is a person who lost their loved one in uh, I'd say it's probably been about a year maybe a year and a half now Um, they lost their partner and they often have visitation dreams about them so the first part of the dream That they turned in was not a visitation, but it develops into a visitation as we go through it. Hey to Ina Thompson. Good to see you. So Laura says she had a nightmare this week. Oh, my gosh. Well, you'll have to send that in, Laura. Uh, So back to this person's dream. Um, They were at work and walking down a hallway. And they were talking about their boss had closed her business in the building, and had she had uh, kept getting a nudge on her left arm but didn't pay any attention to it. Now, that's significant because the brain, like the right side of your brain, controls the left side of your body. And so the fact that she's getting a nudge on the left arm means that the information is coming through the right brain. And she also says she's not paying any attention to it. So this first part of the dream means that there are a lot of messages coming in that she's not paying attention to. And she's getting nudged on this left arm to let her know that she needs to be more aware of her dreams and signs and things like that. So she heads for the office. drop papers off and she looks to her left and sees her loved one there. So they held arms together and went into the office to put the paperwork down. But she has this feeling that she doesn't want to stay in the office and wants to leave it outside the door and, and starts down the steps. Anyway, her partner steps in front of her and it makes her lean towards them and then she remembers that they have a big smile on their face and the the look on the face and the smile was very warming and soothing to her and she had that feeling as well we all do a lot of times uh, those visitations where you just don't want to wake up and you want it to kind of keep going let me check this chat box over here Whew. gosh i hope it's working tonight <laughs> hey to murphy danny over here on instagram so, the first part part of the her dream is her subconscious telling her that she is missing a lot of information like she's not paying attention to enough of the messages and the signs that are coming through to her. And it's probably because she's too busy at work and not um, really in that receptive mode because when you're at work, you're task oriented, you're more. Brainway beta and you're paying attention to uh, the things that you're doing and you're not in a receptive mode. Hey to Sandra Lee Small, good to see you. And Lois Finley King, good to see you too. So um, then the dream turns into a visitation for her. And she's had a visitation before, so she knows what a visitation is like. And visitations are not like regular dreams. Visitations are very surreal. You can um, touch the person. You can feel them. Sometimes they will be able to talk and produce a voice whereas in normal dreams you don't uh, normally hear anything. Now some people who have prophetic dreams will be able to hear but that's usually because they have a clear audience ability. So now let's go on to the next dream. So this person writes in they're uh, they're cleaning the bathroom and they get done cleaning the bathroom and suddenly their mother shows up and the mother starts to clean the bathroom again and then the mother is telling this person that they didn't clean it well enough and the person in the dream is getting really upset and distraught because. They are a fanatical cleaner, and they are trying to explain to their mother that, you you know, you know that I clean really, really well, and there's no way that I left a mess. And so what that is saying is the subconscious coming through, and it's trying to show the person that... They're even though they are enough, and they do do enough for the people that they love, or in their job or whatever, that they're still having feelings of never being good enough, or never doing enough. And so, the dream is actually trying to get them to deal with the fact that they are enough and they have done enough, um, but. For whatever reason, they are still feeling like they haven't done enough, or they're not good enough, or that the things that they do or produce are not good enough. So Sharon Engine says, "I've been having dreams about um, being handcuffed and arrested." So. Now, we need to look, now see, this is why I like to sit down with the dreams and analyze them in detail, because I need more detail than that, like what's the setting, I need to know what is the setting at work, is it at home, that makes a big difference between what it's referring to, but um, the gist of that is you're being stopped from either doing something or talking about something, you know, and again, yes, you, you may be at home, but are there contextual details that uh, your subconscious was presenting to you? Like, was anybody else there? What were the colors that stood out? So, Sharon, there's, I really would love for you to message all of the details in so that we can analyze it properly. Um, because I'm really just glossing over it, saying you're being... Of course, the dream is being handcuffed and arrested, but there's really more to it. And those are in the details of the dream. How many people were there? What were they wearing? Were there any animals there? Were there any flowers or or colors that stood out? Did anybody say anything? Who was the person that put on the handcuffs? Who was the person that arrested I mean, there's just so many details that need to be delved into. Um, and they the details can really give a lot of insight into what your subconscious is trying to say or what the visitation is trying to say. For instance, if somebody has a dream about their loved one who's passed on and the loved one doesn't say anything, and let's say they're just sitting across An empty room in an old house that's abandoned. Okay, so what that means, and they've got on a blue dress. So so just for example, so what that may mean is the abandoned house may represent the old body that they've left and gone. And so that house or that shell of physicality is abandoned. But yet the presence that they project to their loved one of peace, I'm okay, I look okay. The blue dress, the blue color, represents a feeling of peace. So there's a lot more in the details. Hey to Tim Crow. Anyway, let's get on to the other people's dreams here. um, Because they've been, I know they've been (laughs) waiting for several weeks to get the interpretations. Um, Okay, so when and now this person writes in and they they write and this is a dream that they've remembered for years and years and years and and when they were 4 years old they dreamed of a large ugly green monster in the closet and this monster had fiery red eyes now um they jumped into their sibling's bed and spent the night there to get away from this thing You remember we talked about, um, hey to Rob Abbott, good to see you. We talked about how you're most vulnerable to a psychic attack or any kind of ethereal attack when you're asleep, especially if you're not protected. And a four-year-old is certainly not protected. Now, a lot of energy feeders or entities that feed off of energy will produce an image to specifically elicit fear. And so we have to look at the colors of the monster involved. So the colors are green and red. Now the negative connotations of green are like slime, stagnant, decay, mold. And so those are the negative connotations of green. The negative connotations of red are angry, aggressive, um, hurtful. And these colors presented to a child are for the purpose of eliciting fear. And once the fear is stimulated, the person puts off a lot of energy in that fear moment. And this is what, and I think that they're probably interdimensional or extra dimensional type of energy feeders. And so this is done, the, the visual image is done so that the victim produces the amount of fear that the entity needs to feed off of. And if you're um, interested in learning more about interdimensional type of uh, things that do this, there's a show that was a, a long time ago. I think it's been a couple of years, and it is um, the I think it's called "Paranormal Risks of Hotel Rooms." Now that was a very very interesting show because I got similar reports from many people um, of things that were happening of a similar nature in the hotel room, and I if I can. Go back and find it. I'll leave a link to that show in the comments after uh, we're done. And you guys can watch. That was a really good one. Hey to Christina and Fred. Good to see you guys tonight. So Christina says, not sure if anyone else experienced this, but I had weird dreams when I had COVID. Wow, that's interesting, Christina. I would love for you to message me and let me know. Uh, what was it about the dreams that felt weird? Was it just a different texture to the dream or, you know, was it the context of the dream that was weird? So yeah, let me know about, um, what it was that was weird about the dream. And, you know, I can remember when I was a child, if I had a fever, I could always tell when I had a fever because I would, the dreams that I had, Everything seemed really, really big and huge. It's like I was this little thing down in a tin can and everything was super big. So was it something like that, Christina? Good to see you tonight. And um, I love watching your posts on Facebook. They are so cute. Okay. Well, here comes the last dream. And this one is a really good one too and it's very representative of the kind of detail that i need to see when i'm analyzing a dream so we have two people that were companions in life and one of them passed very quickly and the other person didn't get a chance to uh you know say goodbye or to work through the death and so they have this dream And um, they are on one end of a bridge, and the other person is on the other end of the bridge. Now, every time the person who's having the dream tries to cross the bridge, the legs won't work. Like, the legs are moving, but they're not going anywhere. They're not able to progress across the bridge. Now, the bridge is just a plain wooden bridge. Nothing, you know, specific about that. Uh, They're able to see their loved one. The loved one is waving in the background. So what that means is the loved one can see that the person is trying to get to them or trying to cross the bridge. Now, the fact that they can't cross the bridge... What that means is the bridge indicates that there is a connection still between the two loved ones, okay? The fact that the one person is trying to move and can't means that they're in two different existences and they can communicate from afar, but it's not their time to come back together or... We're not at a point where they can be together. So, you know, they have some communication, which is the waving. Now, this is kind of a meeting place, if you will, between these people. And this is a type of visitation. So what that can mean is that maybe the person who's trying to walk across the bridge needs to develop Uh, Alternative communication types. Maybe they need to try to wave back or maybe they need to try to mentally project themselves across the bridge instead of trying to physically use the legs to cross the bridge. Um, It may also mean that it is not their time to come together, but yet they can still communicate from afar. It could be that in life, the bridge represents some kind of block that's occurring between the two people that affects their communication. So the block can be maybe the person needs to study a little bit more about dream recall and lucid dreaming because lucid dreaming could possibly be the key to walking across the bridge for them. So there's so much detail in these dreams, that um, that really has to be analyzed and kind of meditated on. Hello to Rolando Berger, Jen Paulins, Lori, and Jennifer Rigdon Cash. Um, and like I said, tonight's show is a little bit short because I'm running out of voice. Um, but hopefully, that'll be better by next week, and this will all be behind us. But anyway. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this warm weather we're having, and I hope that this lasts and we don't have any more snow or bad weather. And I will see you guys next Monday. Kisses from Kentucky. Bye now.